Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Average Golf Society podcast. I'm Rob and I'm joined with Warren. Hello mate, how are you? Yeah, very good mate, thank you. Good, good. So, let's get on to the main thing. Have you played any golf, Rob? <laughs> you know I have, Warren, because we recently played each other in the Knockout Cup. Oh, let's just not talk about it. Let's just skim over this bit really no, quickly. No, no, we need to no. talk about this slowly. It's the only yeah. way to do it, to just... Yeah. <laughs> Sounds painful to me, I'm afraid. I'm sure our listeners can already work out what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so on Sunday we went to Barn and Brew in mm. just outside of Norwich. We played there. We played on the Valley Course. Mm. Um, we'd been there early on in the year. Played on the Hills Course. Uh, I, would, I didn't know what to expect. So I've never played that course before. You hadn't even had to meet. No, I hadn't. No, yeah, it's really good. Really good course. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised because I heard a few people say they didn't like it. But when we got there, I was sort of like, I've actually like, oh, this is actually really good. Really enjoyed it. I think the greens were on point. Really nice greens. Yeah, yeah. I can't think why anyone wouldn't enjoy that course um, unless they didn't play well around it because it's such a there's lots of tight, you know, fairways and things like that, and that it just pissed yeah. them off that the woods were creeping across and you know because yeah. it's not it's not an easy course by any stretch of the imagination. No, but you still scored all right. I mean, you got twenty seven points going around there, so that's, that's still pretty good. Yeah, but no um, one played will, to the handicap and got over thirty four. I was rather hungover to start <laughs> with. The first nine was not favourable for me, I'm afraid. No, you did get better um, as the round went on though. Yeah, my back nine, I'd score 14 points, and my front nine, I'd scored nine with four blobbed holes. Mm. So, um, but anyway, like, what was your favourite hole on the course, Rob? Mm, I think it was that par five. I think it's the tenth hole. Um, goes up through the trees and then cuts across to the right over a little river and up to the green from there. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah. I managed to par that hole, which helped. <laughs> yeah, and also that that little par three, um, was it sixth hole maybe. Oh, um, the seventh. Yeah, the really elevated, really high tee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Was, I also I won say, uh, nearest the pin on that one, so another fiver in my pocket. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the video that Rob done a um, time lapse of us walking up the steps to the to the hole on our Instagram. It was. I think there needed to be a stair lift or an escalator or something. Well, we had we had an old boy playing with us, and uh, I thought he was going to keel over by the time we got to the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor old chap. Um, next thing, while obviously the food, we had food was really good again. Mm. Been really lucky this year with food so far. Actually, it was really really impressive. Well, it was impressive because last time we went and the food wasn't good. So no, yeah, so, obviously, yeah, yeah, obviously improved vastly. Mm. Um, so on the day, where did you come, Rob? Can you remember? Fifth. Fifth? Out of 19. And I came ninth out of 19. So at the moment still, I'm still winning the league by by four points with three games left to play. Yep. And I progressed through to the semi-finals of the Cup. So all good. Good, good day I had was all. So um, let's break the course. What did you think uh, out of 10? Um, I'm going to go high. Probably eight or nine. Oh, solid. Uh, yeah, I can't. Eight and a half, I'll give it. Yeah, that's what I was. Eight and a half. What, what, were you, what would you say the down? Why have you not give it 10 out of 10? What the the downs? Well, I feel like I can't ever give a course 10 out of 10 in case we play like, you know, St. Andrews or something like that, in which case we might get something incredible, you know. I can't, <laughs> no. I can't give this one 10 and then we play um, Augusta and then I can't go any higher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your barn and broom is on the same level as Augusta. Yeah, exactly. That'd be a bit weird, yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't got really any down, any downs on the on the course. You know, like the tee boxes were good, the greens were amazing, 
the rough mm. was fair. It wasn't a hard rough. Um, no, no, you're right, yeah. People on the course were nice. People in the clubhouse were nice. People, you know, didn't get told to hurry up this time when I was there. <laughs> well, we got so, round quite speedily, so... so we did. Our, we were the first, our discussion we were, of, fair, of fast play a couple of weeks ago has obviously paid off. <laughs> we were, and we were repairing the pitch marks as well. Mm-hmm. as another bugbear but so yeah it was good a solid eight eight and a half out of ten from both of us yes good excellent on to this week's guest uh we should point out actually that we did record our conversation with the guest last week uh which means we may talk about the upcoming knockout game during it yeah. obviously that's happened now so so our guest this week is his name is shane and he is golfing on the daily on instagram uh, mm. you might have heard heard us say his name or the lady golf blogger our first proper guest he was a really nice guy yeah you'll hear the conversation he's a very very nice chap and has got a lot to say about golf so uh... we could have spent another hour at least talking and we wouldn't have got through the points we wanted to talk about even (laughs) no i'm sure we'll get him back on at some point yes definitely I, i hope to so for your listening pleasure here you go this is shane golfing on the daily shane how you doing buddy I'm good, guys. I'm really uh, happy to be here, and um, you know, very excited. Uh, I've got lots to lots to ask you guys, and I'm really um, curious to see what you guys have got to ask me. Oh, we've got oh, lots okay. to ask you, that's for sure. <laughs> yes. Good stuff. I, w- I want to hear about your black past that you were saying <laughs> just before we started. Oh well, put, put, put it this way: I, I just came back from uh, well came up from Budapest not too long ago and I just got back from a stag do in Spain so I hope there's nowhere there's no one under 18 years old listening to this podcast for the next (laughs) however long we go on for because it can get dark (laughs) (laughs) let's start with the golf Um, all right we'll start with golf and then then we'll get dark (laughs) yeah definitely how's getting to golf in Shane so um I got into golf about probably about a year over a year and a half ago now I'd say I mean Let's say a year and a half ago, I picked up a stick, hit it at a top golf, loved it, thought, you know, this is great. But then I was working in the city, I was working in uh, St. Paul's, and everything in St. Paul's is just basement. Everywhere you work, basement, 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 especially if you work in gyms, because that's what um, I start kind of my bread and butter. I work in, I work in gyms. And um, I thought, I can't, I haven't seen daylight for five days. So in the winter, I'll get to work for, say, 5 a.m. And then I'll leave 5, 6 p.m. And I realized, you know, I'm, I'm not seeing any daylight here. Um, I went to the doctor. I was like, oh, I'm so tired. He took some uh, vitamin D test. And he was like, you're deficient in vitamin D. You need to get outside. So mm. I thought, okay, how can I get outside? And my uncle, he plays golf. He said to me, um, you know, like if you ever want to come down, crack a ball, you know, you, you can do that. So I said, all right, I've, I've been to a bit of top golf. So let me go to a driving range with him. So he gave me some of these, uh, he gave me some 1984 Wilson uh, clubs. And th- these things are almost bladed. They are wicked. But the problem is, I'm too shit to use them. So there I am at this golf range with these 1984 Wilson clubs, smashing off slices, fades, anything but a straight shot or draw, anything, nothing's going left or straight, just right, right, right. I, I don't know the difference. I'm thinking I'm some sort of tour player and this is going at least like 100 yards to the right. Does, I don't care. This just feels, just feels amazing. So I'm just cracking off these shots and I just fell in love with it. So, I mean, I had no idea about golf courses. If you asked me about golf um, two years ago, I'd have told you that that, that, that is completely, I, I can't believe you call golf sport. Like, 
what is that about you know um now i'm obsessed with golf i love golf and it helps me get outside get some vitamin d and that that's basically how i started golf was because um i worked in the basement and i wanted to see outside and i didn't have any vitamin d exposure <laughs> that's certainly not something i've heard before on why someone got into golf to get some yeah. vitamin d it was like that, that was it mate that was it get some vitamin d and and look at some nature <laughs> I also like, uh, I remember when I first started going to the driving range and just trying to smash a driver as hard as you can. And you never yeah. really cared if it went off to the right or the left. You were just like, yeah, I hit it hard. I hit it hard. Yeah. <laughs> I still like that now. <laughs> I still crack a shot funny. if it goes right, but it goes like 200 yards. I'm calling that a good drive. So um, have you got a handicap then, mate? Or are you sort of... I'm currently in the stages of getting handicapped. So I play with um, I play with two guys regularly, a guy called uh, Scott and another guy called Mick. And those are like my two regular playing buddies, uh, absolute nutters. Uh, one of them I just call Pedro. Apparently that is actually his middle name now. So it was just a coincidence. And the other one we call One Shot Mick because um, he parted a 40-foot putt and he got a three years membership at Mill Green, uh, which is a crown golf course that, that we play at. So that's why he's now got the nickname of One Shot Mick. And he's also got himself a Callaway towel with one shot across it, hash one shot. And he just he's so proud of it. He wanders <laughs> around the whole course of it. Um, but I'm currently cool. trying to get a handicap. Uh, and my best round so far to date is 94. And then uh, I've got another one that's 99 and I think another one that's uh, 103. So those cards are signed. I haven't put them in yet. And that's because they are trying to convince me to keep on going to get better scores before I put a card in. Now, I, I just think it's because they don't want me to come out as a 28 handicap. They want me to come lower. So it's harder for me to win anything because they're not really my friends when it comes to golf. They want to beat me. So um, there's, there's no friends in golf, mate. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's it. So I, I reckon, you know, uh, I haven't got official one, but I'd say when I'm playing well, it's, you know, 28 to 24, I'd say. That's and are not... you are you a member of a club or um... um well yeah so i'm i'm a member of uh mill green um which is in hertfordshire um it's it's, it's a crown golf uh, affiliation and you know that's that's where i started so i went there um the first time i ever went to a golf club was actually then it was it was made in 1993 so a lot of people say it's not very pretentious it hasn't got that kind of history <laughs> where um you know like people are sort of saying you know you can't play here unless you've got handicap stuff and the people there are absolutely absolute diamonds they're probably the nicest people i've ever met and i think that's what really kept me going with golf is the people that i met through golf through uh, mill green golf club and actually the sales manager who's called scott you know, I'd class him as a good mate now and I, I play with him all the time. So the the kind of, I'd say, community they got there at Mill Green is is why you would join. I mean, it's a good golf club, don't get me wrong, but I'm sure there's, you know, there's thousands in Hertfordshire that you could join that might be better, might be more expensive, might be you know, cheaper. But I think the people that you get at Mill Green are just like diamonds. I mean, like when I go in there, I speak to the, let's say, restaurant staff. They all know who I am. I chat to them and they've always got time to chat to you no matter about anything. Um, whereas I think, you know, maybe other clubs there, they might be a bit rushy, you know, serving people. These guys always willing to chat. All the pros, there, always willing to chat. People in the pro shop, management, they just want to talk to you and, um, and, and just see how you're doing. So that's why I stayed there and that's the first club I joined. So I'm a member there, but now I'm a marshal there or I'm a part-time marshal there. So I uh, I get God. to get a couple of free free range balls every now and again. That's, that's pretty good. That's You've pretty really good. gone all in since you started hitting a clubber. Yeah, a year and a half ago. Oh, you won't believe it. I, I mean, I'm probably I'm 
forgive me because I will jump all over the place and I'll waffle, waffle, waffle. So uh, no, forgive no, no, me no. if I <laughs> go um, way off tangent. But yeah, you're right. I've I've gone like so. So my boss at work, he and this guy and the two guys I play with reckon that I'm being groomed by everybody I meet um, because I seem to come out with with free shit. Right. So <laughs> I'll give you an example. And, uh, and a big, big shout out as well to a golfing life. And he, he's on Instagram. He's, he's the second person of Inst- or second people that or person that I played uh, that metal on Instagram. And I rocked up and he pulled out um, a golf buggy, you know, like those electric caddies. Yeah. yeah. And he went, yep, that's for you, mate. It's all yours. And I was like, oh, my God. So he put up a post on his Instagram saying, no, oh, does anybody want this? And I just said, yeah, I want it. And I just turned up and he go and it was in his boot and he said, That's yours. You know, put your bag on it, on you go. So that was Man. like I think it was about when it first came, it was about three hundred quid. And then now if you go online this exact model is about I think it's like two hundred quid or something still. Hmm. Um and wow. so I'm like, okay, great. So I've got a I've got a golf buggy. And then I, I Yeah, yeah, mate. You can have it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean basically the battery's dead now, so I've got to get a new battery, but the motor's all good. <laughs> so that's all good. Um and then I uh and then I also won a year's free uh uh, uh golf coaching um from the same guy so he uh he put up a competition and this is before i met him before anyone says oh you know it's all rigged and i hadn't even met him nothing um and i just <laughs> entered it and i just entered he goes as many times as you want you can enter your name so i just entered my name entered my name and he just texted one there goes oh yeah you've won it by the way and i think that's how we got chatting and that's how i decided to meet him and we went and played around and he gave me a golf buggy <laughs> so you can see why people think i'm getting groomed here uh, people listening <laughs> won't be able to see warren's face who looks amazed at your story of yeah well stuff. <laughs> I think a lot of people I just don't think know if uh, this is like I don't know if you three are like interested in this story or or not yet. I was just a bit <laughs> just a bit curious. It's a bit whoa. Yeah, <laughs> so, so that's pretty good though. Yeah, maybe inland no, revenue well, might be into it if if you get enough well, prizes. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, right? So p- people think I spend more time in the bushes with these blokes than I do playing golf. I reckon so. It's um, it's, it's it's all right. I mean, so that that was free golf lessons, free golf buggy. Then I went um, and so I don't know if you guys know up to scratch golf. Uh, not up yes. to, yeah up, up to scratch um so i met those guys as well big shout out to up, up to scratch golf the those guys are wicked absolute they're essex boys but i think they're from east london originally um and they're they're i mean i'll tell you stories about our rounds with them a bit later but i met um uh what's it called uh far from par golf logs just uh the weekend yeah, just gone so we went up there how was that in oxford was that in oxford yeah, that was in, that that was in Oxfordshire. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, I've been following them for a little while, and I was like, these guys are just wicked. You know, I really like their content. I like the fact that they're doing challenges. I really felt like their Instagram was really different, and we just talking, and uh, went out and played around with them. And um, what you know, big shout out to they call him um, Dave Descender, but I keep on calling him Dave Send It Dave. I don't know why. And that's not even his nickname. So I've just made him up a new nickname. And he he uh, he goes, oh, have a go in this club. It was a Cobra Cobra F7 um, 3 hybrid. And uh, basically, he said, I've gone that. So I cracked a shot. It went semi all right. He's like, yeah, put that in your bag, mate. It's yours. And I was oh like, oh, my God. I was like, what? He's what? like, I was like, let, let me give you something for it. And uh, he's like, no, 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 I can't hit that thing. It's yours. Put it in your bag. It's yours. And then. From a couple of holes later, I was cracking shots of it. And I was like, are you sure you don't want to have this back? Because it's working very, very well for me right now. <laughs> so he was a top bloke. And he just he just gave me that club, um, which was probably quite expensive originally. And one more shout out to the bearded uh, rogue golfer. He gave me a Garmin GPS golf watch. Bloody I, hell. Wow. I, 
I just said, does anybody know about golf watches? I want to buy one. He messaged me. He said, you can have mine. And I was like, you are an absolute legend. He said, give me your address, pay for pokers and packaging, and it's yours. I did it. I was thinking, hmm. Am I going to get someone coming to my house now? But he didn't turn up, but the package did. And That's I amazing. got the uh, golf watch. Yeah, that so awesome. Oh, it just shows out. the generosity in the sport. It's really good. Well, that's what the golfing, the Instagram and, you know, the golfing community, this is, I mean, it's, it's blown me away. You know, really, I have a little really warning for you. If we ever meet up for a round, don't expect anything from us. <laughs> yeah, you might get, um, I, I might give you a beer or something, but I'm not going to give you any <laughs> or anything like that. No way. No. <laughs> Fair enough, boys. Fair, well, you haven't played golf for me yet, so you, you haven't uh, seen my uh, golf uh, golf ball looking, you know, in the bushes, mate. So you never know what goes on in them bushes. So you might you might be giving me everything before you know I it. Did, I, I think I, I was watching you on your story on Instagram the other day. You had to point out that you were going in the bushes with other blokes to look for balls, not for dog <laughs> yeah. purposes. Yeah. And I, that, I looked at that and I laughed really hard at work. And they're like, what are you laughing at? I, went, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's that... You uh, wouldn't understand. Exactly. If you don't play golf, you would not understand why three men or four men would be in the bushes of each other and it would be absolutely fine. This is, there is nothing strange going on whatsoever. We're just looking for some balls and that is it. <laughs> I mean, I think, however you want to um, take that. Going back to your, like, the Instagram, the people, like, we've come across, like, yourself. Um, shout out to Lady Golf Blogger as well, because she is an absolute diamond. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And, like, a, a few of the guys that you, like, you've mentioned is that uh, we're, like, we've spoken to and a few other people we've spoken to as well. It's kind of a little community of people just trying to get golf out there Yes. And it's like and everyone's sort of helping out each other. And that's yeah. what I that's what I'm really liking about about the Instagram, about that sort of golf. There's there's no there's in my opinion, there's no time, there's no space for people who's just me, me, me. And yeah. you've got to sort of like hook up with other people and be and but then when I say that, that's not like in a way, well if you do this, we'll do that. Like mm-hmm. um just from like from Lady Gothel, like I think we've made like a genuine, quite a nice friendship with her, like yes. yourself as well, because we've been talking talking to you for a while. So like I, even before tonight, like I like to think we've had quite a good some good yeah. chats and stuff already. So, yeah, you know. I, I was just going to say actually about the. I was going to talk about uh, give the lady uh, Lady Gothel a little special mention because um, I don't know if you guys saw me playing with her, but you know she is a player, man, and you know she's really modest. Because you yeah. don't, by, by the way she chats and she comes across, you, you you know, she says she's an 18 handicap. Uh, I think, did she say it's 18? Yeah, I got that wrong. Is, it's 18, yeah. yeah. She is much, much better than 18. I know she's got 18 handicap and so on, but I, when we went to play, um, she made me feel so comfortable, but I was so nervous for some strange reason. I was up on that first tee, like shaking in my boots, going, oh my God, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm nervous. I have no idea. There was a bloke behind me with his little son going, oh, you guys go through. And I'm thinking, oh, Jesus Christ. You know, there's, she's watching me. She's never played me before. I, I shanked the first shot, shanked the second shot, shanked the third <laughs> shot. I thought, she's going to walk off in a minute. She's literally not going to want to play with me. Um, she's like, she just said, Shane, you know, calm down. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Like, you know, I'm not scared 
Tyree or anything like that. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I was like, look, please don't walk off. I am better than this. I can actually hit a ball. But she made me feel really, really comfortable. And she is a secret player because I honestly don't remember her getting any worse. There might be one hole where she got like a, a double bogey, maybe a triple. But everything after that was like pars and bogeys. So, mm. and, and, and her approach shots, her chip shots, her parting was just, was like, you know, if you wanted to watch someone's technique, Mm. Yeah. you would you would literally just watch her because it's all wow. very um like nothing's forced everything's yeah. very very fl- uh flowful so you know just she's just with the flow so again she is one of those people that like saying about a community she, it's not just she's not just trying to be like me 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 she's trying to write blogs for you know trying you know trying to get a lot of women into golf a lot trying to yeah. um get more exposure for golf for for everybody and i think for me and i know for a lot of other people up to scratch you know uh, far from par it's the same thing like we're trying to show i mean maybe us guys are more trying to show that what a high handicappers look like and to say mm-hmm. that you don't have to be a golf pro to enjoy golf um you can be a bit of a hacker and meet and meet people mm. i think when you listen to other golf, like listen to the Sky Sports Golf uh, podcast, and they they talk quite derogatory about, I think they talk derogatory about twen- like high handicappers. But yeah, like, I think a lot of people do. And it's like you just need to have fun, and yeah. that's all we're going out to have fun. Mm. Um, and that kind of annoys me a bit. I just like we've got our own little community. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. Like I mean, me and Rob. In our society, we play with a guy who, whose actual handicap is nine, and in our handicap, he's plus one or plus two. So, um, oh, his his handicap was plus one, plus two. Um, yeah. yeah, but in our society, because he's won so like our games, when you mm-hmm. win, you you lose a shot yeah. on your handicap. Yeah, I was listening to you guys last now. time. Yeah, so his, so he's now like that, but he is so nice with it. If you know what I mean. Like, yeah. But then you get some people who are lower handicap who are a bit not nice with it, if you know what I mean. They're it's weird because you'd, you'd think they'd remember what it was like to be a high handicapper because they must have been at some point, you know. Um, you, you know what? It's, it is quite strange. I mean, I'm probably probably is not going to go down too well. I'm not saying anything bad, but when I when I first started, like uh, you know, like the guy I was telling about, that, the guy Mick and stuff like that, you know, I played with, with, with a few guys uh, with them, and they were really patient with me, and they were like. They didn't mind that I was just shanking everything. And I, I played with a few guys, um, and I still play with them now. And a lot of them haven't improved uh, since. I, I think it's because they're so, they're just not regular. They, 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 like, I'm at the course every day. If I'm not playing, I'm practicing. It, you know, I'm, I'm doing everything I can. I'm listening to like you guys and, and tips, like your 10 tips, how to lower your scores. I'm trying to, I'm trying to <laughs> literally listen to everything that's going on and, and, and take in, although there's probably a negative side to that. But so what yeah, I was trying to say was. Definitely, if you're listening to Tim's tips, <laughs> Tim is a legend. And say any of his tips. <laughs> Tim is a legend, actually. And I, I was say you guys have got to have him back because it's like oh, i was like these guys oh, are like the guys of top gear back, man mate. don't you worry about that <laughs> oh he's don't going, he's getting an ego he's gonna be like our reoccurring guest sort of thing. and i and i love his yeah. hair <laughs> uh, he's <laughs> grown he is growing it to cut off a charity so he's grown it for 18 months oh yeah cut off a charity so yeah that's um, a proper hairdo that one yeah <laughs> he um like i mean i play with tim quite a lot um i play with him like Tonight, I played with him tonight. Uh, I played with him Saturday, last Thursday. Um, he's probably he's one of my best mates, and we have such a good laugh. But that boy can hit a ball, can hit a ball, but 
if he could hit it straight, he'd be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I spend more time on the course looking for his golf balls than what I do like doing practice swings or anything. And I love him the bits. And I know he's going to be listening to this. And I know a couple of our other mates from the shank. Yeah. This as well. So it's not, uh, I just wish he could hit it a little bit straighter. Yeah. He would be such a fucking good golfer. I really do wish he could hit it straight. And I think that's it, isn't it? It's, yeah, I mean, like, oh, I don't know. I've been doing it for a year and a half. I'm not sure if I'm there. But, um, I mean, this is what I mean. It's like, so although I was not very good, these guys stayed patient with me. And now I'm actually getting scores where I can speed up play. We, we go around three of us in like three hours, three and a half hours around uh, 418. Mm-hmm. But I still play with some guys that are still pure shankers pure hackers and they haven't we all started at the same time or they might have started actually before me and it's like they just didn't put in the work or they forgot you know to actually go practice and they're just playing to play and then they get frustrated and they kick their bag and and you, and you are thinking to yourself like oh do, do i really want to be out here with this guy right now because i'm i'm he's bringing my mood down as well you know and so you do think like and it's not because necessarily they're a high handicapper and they're not playing well or, or the shots don't look good because i played with one guy and he he was off a 30 something handicap and actually, he shot the same as me. It just looked horrific. Like, he might as well got his, his putter out and just putted around the course. You know, <laughs> it was that bad. Um, so I do I do feel for those guys that are, are high handicappers. And I know, that, you know, no one should speak bad of anyone. But I, I kind of get that they might feel like that. But like Rob was saying, don't they remember what it was like to, to first start? And you need yeah. people to be patient. Or you can have some very negative experience and they're not going to one play with you and they're not going to maybe play the sport again. Mm. So like tonight, um, me and Tim was just playing at our local course. Um, and there were these two lads playing in front of us. And uh, they were, admittedly, they were sharing the bag. So it was obviously like either their first or second time round. Yeah. So me and Tim, we played one one hole and they were waiting in the tee box so they were gonna let us play through and when we got up there we knew them both so we like had a quick chat and we like so we said to him so like what are you doing like are you waiting for us to play through like yeah we'll hold you up and it's like well actually like well why don't you you know you can play on like we don't mind waiting we're all good with it you know it's like yeah we'd rather see you play than so they let us play through and we sort of like we watched them play and they were just like topping it <laughs> still going straight yeah but it's it's still going straight, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I did that like, the other day. <laughs> yeah, I know. And Tim, I'll be honest, I was on live. I'd done a live video tonight and Tim done it on the live video and I couldn't have laughed any harder. <laughs> yeah. like, what are mates for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's it's like it's nice to see like other people getting out on the course. Like I wouldn't have people who I saw out on the course, I wouldn't have expected them to play golf. And it's nice. Mm. When I saw him, I was like, oh, nice, man. I didn't realise you played. And like, oh, actually, this is only my first or second time. And I was like, oh, awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the same as me. I mean, uh, I, I don't, like, like I said to you, I never thought of golf as a sport. I thought it was just something for old, middle-aged, middle-class men <laughs> that would get out away from their wives um, and, you know, go looking for balls in bushes for a bit too long. Yeah. And that 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 was it. Um, I come from a tie boxing background, so there's a lot of physical guys punching you in the yeah, face, yeah. Um, a lot of Olympic lifting. I injured myself so much that I could, can't do these sports anymore. So in my head, I was like, golf isn't a sport that's that's just a pastime and then when I got to play it I realized so I would be that guy that you're talking about topping the ball thinking 
um, oh, I didn't think you guys would, would play golf. That that was literally me a, a year and a half ago. Still, my my friends yeah. that when I go see them, I go training in the Thai boxing gym. I get so much shit. As soon as I walk in there, it's oh, here's the middle class tough. There he is. Go, oh, where, where, where's your golf clubs, mate? You know, where, where's your golf shoes? Oh, um, I'm just going to be in the ring here, like swearing. Is that all right? And I'm, oh my god, like, it's not like that, guys. If you actually come to a golf course, you'll, you'll actually see. Banter. that it's yeah it's 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 like it's it's quite it can be quite laddish right i mean you can get mm, yeah. quite a lot of guys on there giving it you know ripping into each other having a couple of beers maybe a few things they shouldn't be doing after six o'clock on golf courses but it's it's massive community and i think there's there's a stigma behind or oh, i don't have the right word but there's like people look at golf as yeah i mean my wife is just like oh my god who who have i married like is that is that who you are now a, a golfer oh can't you go back to tie boxing and i think she's like disappointed in me that i've gone to play <laughs> golf because she thinks that i'm turning into an old man but if she hears the conversations that i have out there and what we get up to she realizes <laughs> like i'm still the same guy it's something you said then like about like the retired guys thinking that sport i think that that opinion of people playing golf needs to change yeah because and like the middle class thing because that's bullshit and that mm-hmm. annoys me when people think golf is like that because it's not yeah. I mean, like you say if you hear the conversations that people talk about on the golf course <laughs> it's definitely nothing like that i can go we'll go in prison yeah, yeah exactly i mean like, i work on a building site so like for me, that's just like it's like going from work to golf is just like one smooth transition, like of not changing my attitude. But you know, the the attitudes of what people think of golf is like need to change. Um and I don't think golf clubs are doing enough. I don't some I don't think some golf clubs are doing enough for that. I think some of them want to keep that yeah keep that opinion of golf. But I think for the majority, I mean, golf is a declining sport. And I think you need to get the like our age, younger people into the sport. And I think you need to get rid of the stigma of <clears throat> it's an expensive sport and the stigma that, oh, you need to be a certain class. I mean, like, who really cares? Let's be honest, right? In, mon- in this day and age, who really cares about class? I don't give a shit whether you've got shitloads of money or not. Mm. If you play golf, that'd be good. Like, we'll go have a round. That's how that's yeah. how I am anyway. Hundred um, percent agreed to that. You know, what kind, uh, what gear are you currently using? So you've obviously just like so so you've got um you've blagged a, a watch, uh, a Cobra <laughs> uh, a Cobra driver. So uh, okay. Use this as your shopping list of things you need, so that when people <laughs> yeah. listen, they yes, can, they can just send them to you straight away. Well, um, yeah, actually. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, if anybody wants to, you know, I've got a charity page up for myself. No, I'm joking. So, um, I, at the moment, I'm currently just giving. Using, yeah, just giving to back to myself for, <laughs> for, for the amount of shanks that I've done. It, you know, I suffer from mental health now. At the moment, it's it's actually quite testing out there. But um, yeah, I mean, right now, in in what's in my bag is uh, some. 2014 ping g25 uh, oh, nice. i think that's right yeah. yeah so there's a funny not a funny story there's a little story behind this one and that is 
when I so I went to American Golf. Um, actually, one that one of the pros at my club. If I if I say American Golf around him, he he actually tries to physically attack me. So I, I hopefully he's not listening to this. So I went to American Golf and I I said to the guy, you know, I researched the shit out of high handicap clubs. What should you get if you're a high handicapper to mid handicapper? So I was I was thinking, right, I'm obviously a high can, handicapper. I'm probably higher than exists um, um you know like a, a 28 and if you watch mark is it mark crossfield um rick yeah, shields yeah. all that kind of people they all came back to ping and uh ping g30 ping g25 and that was mostly because obviously i i knew i couldn't afford you know real brand new clubs so i went down to american golf they had a full set there from a, a sand wedge all the way up to a four iron. So I said, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll have these. Thanks very much. So they sold them to me. I was paid like 200 quid for them, and they look they look wicked. I didn't realize until um, a golf coach came along, and he said, um, you hit that ball really far. And I was thinking, oh, cheers, mate. Like, <laughs> I hit the ball really far. I'm, I'm, look at me. I'm, I'm badass. But he knew I was too shit to hit that far. So he was like, how are you hitting that far? So he took the club. And he put his seven iron to my seven iron. My seven iron is basically the same size as your five iron. It's that long. All my clubs are, are so are like two inches longer than any other clubs because they were they were probably custom made for a very tall man. And oh, the really? loft on them as well is is like is like ri- ridiculous. Um, right. The loft it so like I not only does it go f- quite far. But it goes. It, like, I look like I'm searching for satellites when I hit them. They go that far up in the air. I could be <laughs> knocking out aeroplanes. So um, that's what I'm using at the moment. And everybody is trying to convince me to buy new clubs. And my mate calls my clubs gardening tools. He goes, "Oh, you'd have an all right school. We weren't playing gardening tools all the time." So uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm playing with. And then I recently snapped my uh, my Ping G30 driver in half by accident when I when I must have put it in the boot so that's in half um that's on the old instagram um and this just goes to show how much people love seeing um things go wrong because i put like that video up it's got over two thousand views right but i put up a video of me playing in in scotland the beautiful scenery and it's probably got like a hundred views so no one gives a (laughs) shit about the scenery and golf and how beautiful it looks they go oh look someone broke his driver let's watch that (laughs) so uh that that's the that's the story there but yeah no they they are good i will get some (laughs) some new stuff soon but right now i cannot afford it i mean clubs are like 700 quid brand new something like that yeah uh in my bag i've got um ping g10s but nice. uh, I I bought them second hand from my stepdad, and my stepdad's six foot four five. All right. So, um, so his you're about orange... four foot two. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm five foot eight. Right? So his his clubs uh, are longer, so I might hear that orange dot, so they sit a bit better. But uh... I'm finding that I hit them quite well because I haven't got a bend over so much. I can stand a bit more upright and haven't got a put yeah. my back. And I've I, got a red dot. Like and I quite like, quite like hitting them. Uh, I've got a lesson in a couple of weeks, so I suppose when I have, I'm going to speak to the pro. No. So you're a um, you're a strength coach. Yes. How, well, how does that affect your golf? Um, too powerful to hit the ball straight. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, can that. you hit it? Can you hit it really fast? So when I've hit the ball, um, I I've got a good swing speed, so I can hit the ball fast. Um, I just can't, I just, I haven't got a good technique. So for example is I'm almost too fast for my abilities in golf. 
if that makes sense. So everything I've ever done is just been power, 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 because that's the sports that I come from. Olympic lifting is pure power and speed. Uh, tie boxing, you've got to be fast. So everything I've ever trained for for tie boxing is for speed and, and power and strength. So um, it's, it's carried over to my golf really well in terms of I don't need to hit hard in order to get that ball going far. Problem I have is that I haven't got the technique to go with my um, power, if that makes sense. So I, I'm actually working with a golf pro at the moment, and we, we're helping each other out. He helps with my golf. I help him with his um, strength and conditioning. And I, I told him, I, and my, my exact words for him, I, I'm not going to make you a better golfer. I'm going to make you a better athlete. And what I mean by that is I'm going to make him more athletic, but it's up to him especially because he's a golf coach to know how to trans uh, to transition that to golf. Cause I can't make him technically better at golf. I'm not, I'm not a pro golfer in any way. I don't know how to teach golf, but I do know how to make some stronger and make them more powerful. And I do know how that relates or carries over to golf. Um, any good golf coach will tell you that power comes from your lower body, your, your torque in, in your, you know, in your hips and, and so on. When you've got to go for the ball, you're not, if you've got your golf club and you just use your arms, it's not going to go very far but if sure. you use the torque of that lower body but it's like a like a chain reaction right yeah so in the gym you have to work on those actual groups um of of muscles and you need to do it in a in an athletic way so what i mean by that is if you're training like a bodybuilder you'll be big but it doesn't mean you'll be strong or powerful but if you train like um like an olympic you use olympic lifting variations of training then that will carry over speed and power. But it's it, that's when it gets confusing. That's when you need a coach to say, right, you're going to start building up your foundations of strength. When you've done that and that that's good, then we can start looking at your, your abilities and your understanding and then we can start to transition into Olympic lifting variations and that will go over to your, your speed and strength. And, and, that, that will, and then once, because you know how to hit the golf ball and you know your technique or you work that with your golf co uh, coach, then that will make you more powerful in, in golf and you can start hitting it 300 yards or whatever but for me I can hit the ball 280 yards um, I've, I've probably hit it a little bit further than that once or twice before and that's just me when I've actually got a good connection on the ball normally I'd say an average drive for me without trying too hard would be about 250 which is average it's not it's not that far it's it's mm. it's all right but um, once I get my technique of hitting that ball that ball's going to fly just because of my natural uh, training abilities anyway in in the gym that I've been doing for years and years and years. So if I get this guy uh, stronger and more powerful and quicker and increase his swing speed, he'll be able to then transition his actual go golfing knowledge and technique to what he needs to do. So right now, let's say he drives the ball 280. If I get him driving that ball 300, job done. Nice. Yeah, that's good. What do you enjoy so much about golf? Getting pissed is probably... <laughs> 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 Correct answer. Um, what I enjoy about golf, uh, there's, there's, there's lots of things, but I'd say if I had to sum up, I'd say, um, one, getting out and just walking on my own sometimes. Um, you know, when you're walking down, like you're doing 18 or nine holes and it's quiet, you know, it's after six o'clock, the sun's coming down, you're on your own, you see a bit of nature, see some of these like, well, I don't know what kind of deers they are, but these like deers just running across. Like, I'm from Northwest London. We don't get deers running ac uh, across anything. <laughs> if you see these things coming anywhere, you call the police because it's some sort of monster coming out. I get foxes and rats <laughs> and that's it. So going out onto the, the, the golf course, uh, I, 
I, it was the first time I seen red kites, never seen like a red kite in my life. And I was like, Jesus, look at the size of that bird. That thing's going to take me away. And then you just see how powerful, how beautiful it is. So seeing nature, just walking on your own, having that peace. Cause I don't know if you guys have seen, like I put a little post up on a story once of, of my office, not office windows where I was having a meeting and it was on like the 30th floor of the Barclays tower. And it just looks right across the HSBC and all that sort of thing. That's what I deal with every single day hundreds of people, thousands of people in the tube, armpits in your face. So that's why I love golf because you get out on your own, walking around and, and, and I love it, right? Second one is the fact that I meet people like yourselves. I mean, like, how would we have met uh, or not met, but how would we ever come across yeah. each other if it wasn't for golf? So I'm now talking to you two guys. I have no idea where you live. I mean, it's probably a good thing, but I have no idea where, <laughs> where in the world you're coming from right now. Um, I think Essex is that one? You're from Essex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from and, um, I'm from Suffolk. And you're from Suffolk, right? And I'm from from London. So it's three uh, blokes having a chat about golf. That's what I love. So the social aspect of it, and also like getting free shit, as you as you've just heard. So um, yeah, I just I just think you know meeting new people, getting out, getting some alone time. Because there's a big thing about mental health right now, right? Big big thing uh, in all media is about you know if you, you're feeling upset, talk to someone or stuff like that. I tell you what, when I feel upset and I go crack a few balls and it's gone right, yeah. don't need to talk to anyone. I'm I'm happy as Larry. I come home, have a beer, and go for oh, I deserve that beer. I just drove the ball 280 yards. Yeah. That's amazing. At the same time, it didn't go very well. I probably need to call like helpline or something because and talk about why my golf is going so shit. <laughs> so um, it's a bit of 50 50 there. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that that's that's why I love golf. I mean, how did you guys even make your society? Because you obviously both live on two different ends. Um, I'm wow. originally from Warren's neck of the woods. See, um, how it started is as guys in our society were playing in another society and they weren't playing very regularly and they wanted to break away. So I used to work with Rob's dad and um, we used to work in the same company and they they said um you play golf Warren we played with you a few times you like join the society so like yeah uh like obviously Rob played and it's just kind of grown from like people you know like they know and like somehow like I knew other people within the society like oh I didn't realize you played sort of thing and it's grown and grown and grown and now we've got 22 members of like nice. just mates added mates sort of thing um <laughs> i'm not very local to the society i'm the furthest away i'm about an hour yeah. away from all you lot aren't i um i think they only let me stay in because i did a website <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it's... i don't blame you mate it's fine <laughs> i'm not nah, joking guys so, if like, so do you live in the city <laughs> are you no well so i used to live um not too far away from from like camden town um and so as you know, house prices are ridiculous. So I had to move. I've actually had to move uh, 15, 20 miles outside of Northwest London uh, recently, the last two, three years now. Um, so that's why I've gone up to Hertfordshire and okay. uh, and, and I've joined Mill Green um, Golf Club because that is up to five minutes from my house. Where is that in Hertfordshire? So it's um, Welling Garden City. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know that. I've been yeah. there a few times. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I'm still getting a bit familiar. I mean, people ask me where I live in Hatfield and I don't actually know. I'm like, <laughs> I, th- I, I think I live around this sort of area. And they're like, uh, no, you don't actually live on the other side. Like, well, there you go. There. I mean, I can tell you about where the pub is and that's about it. So it's like, I'm not. <laughs> I did, a, not really uh, I did a pub call in Welling Garden City once. I think How'd they filmed. Um, End huh. of the world or something. And, and uh, the world's, world's end. end world's end yeah yeah uh, I, 
which obviously features 12 pubs and some of the pubs are in well and gun city so we did a little pub crawl going to all the ones that they go oh, to in the film yeah that's oh, quite see, fun i didn't know that see now i'm now going to do a, a, a pub crawl and i'm gonna have to <laughs> i'm gonna have think, to find out i think one of them is actually a cinema and things like that so it doesn't quite work but you can go to a few i love that film i love that film man that that is a good film but yeah um so well so I don't really live in North West London anymore for, for anyone that's now calling me a traitor. <laughs> most of my mates say that I live in Sunderland because I've just moved 20 miles up the road so they've all abandoned oh, wow. me as well. So I've had to find new new girlfriends. Christ, they'll need a passport to come see me then. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> well, apparently, that, apparently I should be having a passport, apparently. That's that, that's what they keep on saying to me. Anyway, oh, you got your passport to yeah. come down here. I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, I do. But yeah, no, it's, it's all good. I mean, I, I'm loving the golf right now and, and you know, like I said, um, up in Hertfordshire you know if, any, if anybody wants to come play around that Mill Green Golf Club mate I want to plug it oh, I want come to get on. people going yeah, oh yeah and, it's not far from me I mean that, it's mate. just over an hour from, from Colchester probably yeah same here guys like I'd gladly come I'd love, love to meet you guys in person and, and come play around like that that would be awesome we are that, definitely going to cool. keep you to that mate because yeah. like, I'd, I'd like to come have a round with you and yeah no Bob's definitely do as well no it would be it would be great one thing I want to ask you is, you said you said you were married earlier, I think. Yeah. Um, how do how do you get on? Um, just you know, with her allowing you to go out and play golf all the time. Oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> She's a golf widow, mate. She's yeah, a yeah, golf yeah. widow, and <laughs> and literally, uh, oh, I don't know about you two, but oh, the arguments with golf and going out, <laughs> the arguments, mate. She's upstairs now because she's gone. Oh, so what? You, I've got to leave the room because you've got to have a conversation with some golf mates. And I was like, it's not just a conversation. You can't be going off like watching like saying in the background on TV, it's, it's going to be recorded. And she's like, right, fine. I'll go upstairs. And you didn't come home from work. You went straight to the golf course. I had to cook dinner. You've got a way of cooking again. So golf is definitely with the missus and no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's, yeah, it's, um, we've, we've, I've learned to compromise, you know, I only play a few times a month now just to, uh, you know, certainly no more than once a week, a few, a few times a month, once a week. Oh my God. So do you, do you guys get away with playing golf then with with your with your missus or is it very much like you have to get out while you can and when she finds out you're out it's too late because you're already out. <laughs> well, I just played every Thursday. It's like I've I've played every Thursday for as long as I can remember with my mates. Yeah, because so, you and Tim right do that. Is it Thursday night shankers? Yes, mate. Oh. Yeah, tonight. So like I've been out tonight. Um. And that's it, really. And that's, that's once a week. And, and that's enough for me anyway, because I'm a builder. So with my job, like I'm quite some nights, like my shoulders and my feet, and I just can't be. The thought of going to play golf afterwards is just kind of like. Oh, oh. yeah, broken, man. Yeah. That's for sure. That's for sure. And, you know, as much as I like to go play a bit more, I like sometimes I'm just, I'm pretty cool with it, not, not playing sometimes. And if, yeah. I, I find if you play too much, like you've got nothing to look forward to. Like, yeah like at no, the end I mean, of the month when at the end of the month when we've got a society i really look forward to, to the society games yeah um, it's been even more so this year because i've been captain so then like once we've had our game i write a little blog um a, like a little report of our of our game yeah I've, I've really enjoyed doing but because yeah, you said you felt quite excited about that right um on the podcast i listened to listen to yeah, you um i'm not a very like uh i'm not very confident in speaking mm-hmm. in front of people so doing this podcast is pretty big for me, getting my, yeah. myself out there. And to be at the end of the season, like to make a, a speech and dish out trophies is 
um, quite a big deal for me because I'm not very good at, at doing that stuff. But I struggle with eye contact when I'm talking to people. Um, yeah. No, no, and, I mean... another, and to be honest with you, like another thing is like you brought up like the mental health thing. Like my mental health has been in the toilet the last two years, yeah, eighteen months. Um, and one thing that has kept me going massively is golf. Like getting out and just enjoying. Like I work outside anyway. It's mm-hmm. different, but playing golf and like being out on a golf course is really nice and relaxing as as when people say golf is relaxing it's like yeah it's really nice like when you're with nature and like you're just chilled it's yeah it's really good well that's it's funny that you say that because me and um dan from far far from par golf logs was just saying each other i said look dan mate you understand me coming out here meeting you guys in oxford I would never do that. That I'm. I, I mean, I always say, look, I, I probably come across like a bit gobby um, on my videos, or like I like talk a lot, and probably on this podcast as well. I'll probably come across like a like I might be confident or whatever. But the reality is, is I've had the same group of friends since I was probably about 11 years old. I've not really met anybody else. I don't really want to meet anybody else. I've had that quite closed mentality to to yeah. meeting anybody or being with anyone, and I find it really awkward to be around people uh in parties or anything like that and I, and I just want to get the hell out of there and as soon as I've been playing golf um it's opened me up to actually feeling more confident to say to people hey like let's go play around uh, and 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 I mean we've we, we got to talk to someone you've never met before for four hours mm, yeah. potentially yeah. around a golf course and yeah. that's that's quite a scary thing when you're not really that confident or outgoing uh individual and that's what golf has brought out of me is to actually go out and meet people I've never met before. Um, I know I talked about those up to scratch golf guys and they were in Essex, right? It was in winter and Mm. I was meeting them at seven o'clock in the morning. And I was, all I just had in my head was like Essex gangsters coming down in a Range Rover (laughs) and like beating me up and just like putting a, you know, a shotgun through the window, but who turned up to quality, quality lads. And I had one of the best times, uh, best rounds of golf in my life. So it's, golf good. has a lot to answer for. Mm, definitely. That's really good, mate. That's really Can I ask you a really random question, quickly? Yeah. Um, I think I saw on Instagram that you had a round with your mum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't hear many mums playing golf. That's a really, that's a really funny one. I good? am, well, I am 100% like uh, a mummy's boy. So if I can get my mum into something that I'm doing and actually spend more time with my mum, uh, I will. I will do that. Uh, I mean, I've given enough grief over the years, so um, you know. I mean, I was complete terror when I was younger, so it's almost like I'm trying to pay her back by getting into something together, playing together. And actually, that round that you saw, um, it was like a Mother's Day. Was that the one you was talking about? Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, like I think a it Mother's was, Day yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was beating me on three or four holes. Like she had a lower score than me, and I was like, at first, it was fun. And then it wasn't fun because I was like, right, this is four holes gone out of nine now and I'm losing. This thing, I can't let my mum win. So <laughs> me and mum are competitive. So um, is she good? I think she's good for someone that um, is 65 and has never played golf before. Um, is she good in terms of the other ladies in my club? Pro- probably not on the same level as them. But if she got the tenacity, like the, the mental ability to stick with it and carry on, yeah, she's there every single day now. So oh, wow. That's really she good. plays... Nice all the time um every time i get down there to meet someone they're like oh your mum's in there and this is what i mean by mill green is just be like they know my mum they know me and you know we're not like we're, we're, who, who are we but they want to put the time in 
to get to know you. So yeah, is my mom good? Yes. And um, why? You know, it's great to play with with with, uh, with your mum because your know, parents won't be around forever and you've got to cherish these things and and again like golf is just brings people together bring even my even my mum and me together so it's it's really really good mate oh, that, that's See, awesome mate that's really yeah, awesome that's really good that so like you said that your mum beats you right so like yeah. um, so not anymore with the slippers just with uh, the golf sticks now <laughs> <laughs> so um, like what drives you to be better at golf like to get better at golf and like have you got a goal set that you want to get to yeah so um i'm i'm a competitive person uh just in anything so i mean i i uh, and i don't mean with other people so if i if i do something so you know like i said i used to compete in olympic lifting competitions and uh, sort of do tire boxing i just want to be the best uh, i can be so if that means me starting at a 28 handicap, I would like to eventually one day, because I mean, golf is the only sport you can get older and fatter and get better. There's no sport yeah. in the world where you, you can do that. And and you guys hit on the head in your last darts. podcast, which were, yeah, yeah, darts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, darts. Um, but you guys, you know, you hit in the head that like you can play competitively against an 80 year old. You know, because yeah. like obviously it's stable yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So I, I would I mean, I, I'm a competitive person. Um, I would love to be able to be in, let, let's, I don't know, I don't know how it really works. I'm still kind of new to this thing, but you know, you've got like societies in your golf club and stuff like that. They, they play, you know, competitions and that sort of stuff. I'd like to join one eventually. And I'd like to um, be the guy that people talk about and say, uh, oh yeah, Shane, oh, you know, Shane, yeah, he's a player. He won last time. So I don't just want to play golf, but I want to be good at golf. Handicap wise, I have no idea. I have no idea. A single figures, like, well, let's say 10, mm-hmm. you know, get down yeah. to 10. I mean, I mean, I'm, yeah. And then from there, I, I know what I'd be like. I'd want to get lower and lower and lower and lower until, you know, one day I'll have a heart attack on the golf course, but I'll be where I love. So it's all good. <laughs> I know, guys, like, thanks very much um, for inviting me onto your podcast. I, I really appreciate it. And it's been a, it's been a really good chat. And I, and I really uh, definitely hold me to it. And I hold you guys to it. I'd love to, meet up and, and play around with you guys yeah definitely mate yeah we'll arrange definitely. that we'll do we'll it. sort that out definitely I'm also right, wondering um, Warren if we should do a golfing widow podcast with um, <laughs> some women on here just let you them know should. for an hour you really <laughs> oh, should that mate that would well crack good. me up you, you, you boys should definitely get your missus on there and just start like like letting them just tear into you because I would be one would be cracking up. I want to hear everything that you they'll probably be bringing up all mad bad habits that you lot do and everything right this is a funny story that happened to us the other week Tim at the moment I didn't have a car so Tim picked me up and take me home for golf and he had um, he phoned his wife up to like say to him can you put some pizza a pizza in the oven and some chips and I'll be home soon she went lovely she said well do you want this one do you want this one and uh, he said she went well, we've got this one, this one, this different sorts of pizza that is. And he go, which one's bigger? And she just went, well, I don't fucking know. What do you want me to get out of a ruler? I sat in his van. I was like crying, man. I was just like, oh, that's so funny. Can you get Tim um, not to shave his hair all off and make it into a mullet? Oh, see, that look I've just given to the camera is not going to come out in the podcast, but that is genius. That is genius. He... he... I think Tim is a legend, mate. I just heard that one podcast of him. I think he's epic. And when I saw a video of him on, on, on your Instagram, I was like, this is the guy. 
This is this uh, is this is the guy all guys all guys should aim to be. Because his, his head's getting so big, he can't get through the door. <laughs> no, they, they, he, he's a legend. I want to see a mullet, and I want to see them socks. Them socks are wicked as well. <laughs> I just want to see him start smashing drives with a mullet and pink socks. And I'm going to right. get a t-shirt saying Tim oh, is the man. Because he sent me a message the other day, and he signed it off at the bottom. Um, Internet sensation. Which, uh, <laughs> he is. He is. Well, he well is. you tell him I'm his number one fan, mate, and uh, oh. and and I'll, I'll gladly. Um, uh, on the gram, you're not the only person who is either. People love his socks. People love his hair. Yeah. Thing is, though, they don't realize how much of a dick he is. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he won't mind me saying that either. Well, um, so I'll say. Uh, it's been awesome to have you on, Shane. Thanks for coming on, mate. No, I appreciate uh, it, guys. Pleasure. On social media, like, where can people find you? So it's uh, on Instagram. It'll be golfing on the daily. Um, I think it's golfing underscore on underscore daily. Um, so it's going to be a bit like that. Um, I'm sure you guys will be able to put a description in the uh, the old because my brain's gone now um, in the old description of your podcast. But yeah, golfing on the daily on Instagram. Golfing on the daily on YouTube. On YouTube, I just put longer videos on there of, of stuff. So, like, if you want to see a bit of golf courses and a little bit longer than a minute, um, you guys can subscribe on that. I've got, I've got 20 subscribers. Must be famous. I get rinsed for that all the time as well. So, you guys can <laughs> follow me on the get, get onto the old uh, YouTube and make it 21. I'd love it. Um, and, yeah, but most, most of the stuff is just golfing on the daily on, on the old Instagram. I just started it because I wanted to just um, get shit off my phone and put it on Instagram so I have to use up on my memory but now it's turning to more of a social thing so come come find me come chat to me let's get around in i've just subscribed to you on youtube oh legend there you go 21 he's the winner he's, he's won himself a date night with me <laughs> okay so that was shane from golfing on the daily um great chat with him yeah really good chat really good chat uh but thanks for listening guys and um how can people get in touch with us warren if they want to see what we do uh we're on instagram and that is our only uh social media thing that we have and that is called at the average golf all one word and if you're old-fashioned and you only listen to podcasts you're not on instagram you can just email us which is averagegolfsociety at gmail.com if you've got any questions for us or like any things that you like, any things you don't like, just drop us a message. Also, um, I posted on Instagram this week, we got our first review, which yes. was which was so nice. Like It's like it really put a smile on my face to know that people are actually liking it. And so if you're listening on whatever way you listen to your podcast, if you just give us a little rating or give us a little review, I mean, it only takes two minutes, not even that. It's just the same as writing a text out. And don't forget that on the podcast, we talk to any average golfer. So if you want to come on the podcast and talk about your own golf, get in touch. You're, you're more than welcome to sit in and have a chinwag with us for, for an hour or so. Definitely. We'd love that. We'll, we'd be well up for that. Right. In that case, then, I shall see you later, then, Rob. Cheers, mate. See you later. Have a good week. Yeah.